Okay, we're loud and proud. This is the Tasha and Jack Show, podcast number five, and it keeps getting better. I just want to inform Tasha that I've received many positive comments about your professionalism. And what I will be doing right now is inviting these people that have made those remarks as guests on our live podcast. I think this would be very interesting and useful and a dynamic that we need to see happen. So I'm actually inviting guest speakers right now. You have the show. Take it over, Rover. Good afternoon. I hope everyone is having an absolutely superb and wonderful middle of the week. Hump day, I guess, is the most correct term. Well, this week we started talking about global communication. And what it said to me is how important. Practice. Dot one individual themes. And let's continue to rock and roll. The we theme will be communication in the film Please industry. Continue. Oh, I do this. Let me put it on speaker because usually I'm doing speaker, but this. Let's be ready. Let's get ready to rumble, as I say. Oh, okay. Hold on one second. Let me put it on speaker. Okay, is that better? We can hear you now, Tasha. We appreciate your efforts. No problem. As I was saying, today's theme will be communication in the film industry. As most of you know, films communicate on so many different All of back to when you start thinking about the idea or the concept of a film to when you start brainstorming, doing focus groups, or then putting pen to paper to write about, or if it's a book that's being adapted to a film, all those things involve certain forms of communication. And a lot of us may love watching all aspects of films, but do we ever think about what it takes on a communication level to create a film. So, Jack, why don't you tell us some things you can think about as far as communication in the film industry? Jack? This is our dynamic concept. Are you there? She wants to hear you, not me. Continue with our interaction. I'll be right back. Okay, well, while Jack is preparing for his next step, I'll just say this. Let me use myself as an example because I happen to be in the film industry and working on various projects. My first inclination to get involved in the film industry came about as a result of taking screenwriting classes. I had written 
a book, a novel, if you want to call it that. And I hadn't even thought about taking that novel and adapting it to a film until I started taking screenwriting classes. And then the more classes that I took and I saw the voice and the communication level of the film industry, I, I, I mean, it was like floodgates. I saw all these levels of communication that would allow me to get my voice out, to learn something. So I said, why don't I think about adapting my novel to a film? And I'm sure many in our audience have thought about that. You know, how does a film come about? Well, there's so many different steps, but I'm going to focus just on the communication part of it. The main thing I would suggest and recommend is if you are interested in the film industry is take some workshops, do some research online and learn everything you can about it and then find a place for yourself whether it's behind the scenes or in front because there's so many levels on both and then find out how formal you want it to be if you want to get some education in it if you want to just take some workshops or you could join a lot of online platforms that allow you to interact and network with others in that same arena because that's what I did I joined a platform or two that allowed me to get more involved and then I expanded it and kept joining other groups and other organizations and now I have a great network. I have several projects in the mix. So for your communication tip for today, this is what I'll say. Research, research, research. Research what you need, the level of communication that you need to communicate on and then research if you're going to take it on an academic level you can do research on that too are you back jack or you still need a couple more minutes okay well while jack is still dealing with what he needs to deal with i'll say this when you go to start meeting with individuals in the industry It'll help you to do research on the individual and the organization because people appreciate you doing your homework, just like in any other industry. If you're going to go for a job or you're going to go for an interview or you're going to go for any type of thing, organizations like to know that you've done your homework, you've done your research, you have some knowledge of not the subject matter but you also have done your homework on their organization. There's a lot of free resources available out there. There's a lot of organizations that charge membership fees. Um, There's a lot who charge for training, but there's also a lot, a lot of free stuff. So you can kind of balance it out where you are and where your budget is. Because sometimes we think, wow, do I have money to do all these things? But there's a lot of scholarships available and grants. And a lot of organizations have professional development budgets. And if you parallel it, that means put it in line with your work. Let's give an example. Say you're a news reporter and you want to do a column on the film industry. Your boss or your human resources department may have a budget for professional development training. Or if you're a student and it lines up with your curriculum, or a hobby, or extracurricular, or extra credit, you can include it 
with your scholarship and your money that you have. So there's a lot of different ways to parallel it. You just have to talk to the right people, maybe get an advisor uh, to give you some counsel on it because the way I feel about my screenwriting classes and the different things that I do now, if I knew how exciting the industry was and how many levels that it was, I would have started taking screenwriting classes years ago. And even there's some business deals that I did that I would have involved certain platforms that I operate on. Jack, are you there or are you still working on something else? Okay, well, Jack is still busy, but while he's busy, two things I want to tell you. If you want to improve your communication in the industry, get some books, either via library or the bookstore, that provides you with the terminology. And what that means is there's vocabulary for every industry. And you want to maybe get some books that you can start reading about the entertainment industry, how it works, what level you want to be on, and then you'll know when they start throwing words at you like outline or Bible or, you know, log line or synopsis. Those are some basic words that are used in the industry. And if you're not familiar with them, <clears throat> you don't want to sit there and just look blank. Or you can just sit in some lectures of webinars, um, conferences and seminars and just sort of get your feet wet and see what level of communication you want to participate in. If it's just the basics of just watching a film, you know, one thing you get. One of the things analyzing like films. Say, That's Tasha, one thing. I may I interrupt? Oh, oh, please do. Cause I didn't know you were back yet. Go right ahead. Oh, sure. I'm always listening because I enjoy the content. It's very well organized and presented. I still hear a lot of yous, and I still hear a lot of you knows. Uh, I would like to emphasize the word we, and uh, if we can eliminate you know. Also, when we use idioms, like get your feet wet, when we use idioms, Tasha, to an international audience, this can cause some confusion because many people may not know what that idiom means. These are just friendly recommendations, I might add, to increase your capabilities as a polished speaker. That's all it is. Friendly recommendations and guidance. And thank you so much for it, because as a professor also, I know uh, we're aware of that in the industry, that you have to be very careful and mindful of using slang or slogans that don't translate across languages. Yes, we do. And we must focus on the word we each and every time we interact with our 100,000 closest friends. I can, uh, we concur. <laughs> what, what, we'll say, what, what we'll say today for the podcast is that when we're trying to present the information I'll be mindful of some of the, like we, like you just said, the slangs or uh, different uh, colloquial sayings that may not translate into different languages. And that's just phrases that everyone doesn't understand unless it's translated into your language. And 
and I'll use a quick example. I was taking a course in a study abroad course, and we actually had to study a section of a book that was about colloquial sayings. And I, I memorized like most of them, and I would practice them on a daily basis. And then I tried to bring them back to another part of Latin America. And I was told, you know, several times that that might be okay where you were, but here it's a whole nother different meaning. So no time whenever I'm corrected on speaking or communicating better on a global scale, um, does it bother me? I appreciate it because sometimes we, we don't know what we don't know. But go ahead. Why don't you contribute something to what I was talking about, Jack? Well, the only thing I'd like to contribute uh, to our discussion today, Tasha, is we reference many books and publications to become accustomed to uh, the environment and how to communicate effectively in the environment of our choosing. So I would like to short circuit the entire process with you today, Tasha, and simply say, why don't we create the content right here? That is our purpose. And instead of referring to books and publications and webinars that aren't always designed with the user in mind, let's interact with our own users and create that dialogue and, in essence, create our own ebook, if you will. Let's just do that right now. While there are many sources of information that we can use, let's simply decide on what works best and then provide that information to our growing audience. I'll, what I'll say, what, what we can, what, what my recommendation and yours is similar, but because I had not thought about creating an ebook, um, if you would like us to create an ebook going forward, um, I will keep that in mind, meaning that I will make a list from this week of the various things, themes that we talked about for communication. And then after that, we can put something together, you know, depending on what happens in the future with the podcast. It's so much easier to incorporate best practices while we are streaming live because certain things about any topic will excite our interest. We both have a wide variety of experience with the topic that's being presented, and the best practices will always rise to the surface in any interaction. That's the beauty of podcasting. This is true. So I if we read a hundred books, the best practices are going to rise to the top. Even though many practices are being discussed, the best practices will rise to the top. That's why I mentioned to you the other day when reading a book, simply read the first sentence of every paragraph to increase understanding and rapid communication. And then, of course, later at your leisure, read the rest of the book in detail. I'm simply stressing to people as I walk down this road to enable the best practices to rise to the top and then the rest of the material can be discussed if necessary. And that's what I do.
I what I what we can well what I'm going to recommend is that we can take the material that we talked about and put together a series and suggest reference material connected to the series. Have you provided titled message responses yet on Rumble? Have you provided comments and have you provided a titled message responses on Anchor FM yet? I initiated that process on Monday. Please do. And please ensure that the comments are provided on Rumble and the Anchor FM titled messages with your prize and gift sites as the title, are included on Anchor. Because right now, Tasha, we have an extremely successful podcast on Anchor FM and on Rumble, but will totally increase our success is those interactive messages and comments that you provide. Right now, we have outstanding podcasts with 30, 40 viewers per day that are listening and or listening and watching, depending upon the platform. Our key to success is the titled comment, the titled messages and comments, because they simply provide validity to what we do. Right now, I have a guest that wants to join us. From Egypt. And I'm inviting that guest to join us on Skype. Because once that member joins us on Skype, they will, in fact, be able to participate in the pod show, podcast show with us. Will this be a smooth process? Not at all. But it's the first time that I am attempting to invite a stranger, a person that I know that you don't know, and I'm not able to add him uh, via an invite. If I had a meeting, we could. So that's a limitation on Skype, not on the member. I'm engaging with the member and right now to invite him as a podcast guest. Welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well. I still haven't invited our guest, but this is a very unique experience. I'm still the only one here, Tasha. There is no guest. The guest is not connected on Skype, so I have, must invite them to Skype so that they can interact with us because I can then invite them to our call. But as a non-Skype user, I can't. So this is outstanding. Okay. Well, you see where we're going you... with this right now? We're, now we have Tasha and Jack. I'm inviting a man named Abdo from Egypt. This could be a three-person show. And we could imagine the type of interaction that we would have with three people, plus the comments and the messages. This is beautiful. This is a diamond in the rough, to use an idiom. This is something that can be very successful and will be very successful. But right now, we're laying the foundation for our success. That's all we're doing. And we're streaming to 100,000 of our closest friends. Why don't we give some additional examples of 
communication in the film industry, since that's the topic for today, from you? I mean, I know you've been involved with it in certain ways. Could you provide some examples? Yes, I'm going to provide examples very briefly because I'm a very knowledgeable communicator, but I'm very brief. And let me say this when it comes to the film industry. The most memorable lines of any film were never scripted into it, and they were not even rehearsed. The most effective movie lines of any film were delivered ad lib. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll Be Back, is a perfect example. It's known universally throughout the world. It's a line attributed to him, and this line was never even written into the movie or rehearsed. This is the power of spontaneous communication, Tasha. The lines that are delivered extemporaneously without any preparation or rehearsal are often the most memorable lines in any movie. I rest my case, ma'am. Well, the contribution that I'll make to that is I listened to an interview with uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, and he wasn't even vying for that role. He, he had a meeting with the executives, and he was telling what his perception of the character and the role was. And he was so convincing that they offered him the role. So once again, the power of communication. He had a keen insight into that character and what would make him most effective and he sold it so well that they gave him the part and that does happen in the industry on the acting side where sometimes the actor brings such a passion and knowledge and research and wherewithal of the role that they they get it even though they might not be necessarily trying to get it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is such a powerful actor that if I was to ask you the names of people that he played on his movies, you would not remember them. Even if he had a name in the production, you would still refer to this man as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, I'll And let's be remember that. We will remember the name Arnold Schwarzenegger throughout the entire movie. We will not remember the character's name that he portrayed. We will well, remember I was gonna 100% say, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, in my case, I have so many of his movies that I love. I would, I mean, one character role that I really love that he plays he, in the movie Erase, he, his name is John. I, I forgot his last name because, you know, he had so many different last names, different movies. But his his character name was John, where he, I don't know if you've seen the movie Erased, but he is a marshal that basically helped people in a witness protection program by erasing their identity. And he winds up, you know, trying to save Vanessa Williams, who, you know, needs to have her identity erased. But it's a non-stop action thriller that one of the many movies that he has out that I love. In fact, the way that it ended, it could have had a sequel, I think, because some of the main characters were still alive. But I'll just leave it at that. But but what I, the other thing 
is interesting what you say is a lot of his movies are entitled you know that's the other thing too you know where a movie can just have six like minutes one left word. in our podcast everyone just so we know six minutes left in our podcast well i guess the guest is not going to be on today then that's correct he's having difficulty connecting with skype he's a friend of mine that i met on facebook and we normally do facebook messenger presentations together so he will be well, subscribing to skype and he will be joining us well, maybe what we could do in the future as a test is if we know we're going to be using the platform Skype and we know that the guest is going to be appearing, we could set it up as a meeting and then the guest can be on the whole time with us and then they interact with us when we introduce them. That's one way to test it out on Skype. That's what's going to happen. I believe in spontaneous communication and as things happen and I'm interacting with our audience on other platforms, I simply go into the invite and excite mode and encourage others to join us on our live podcasts. Even if this is in the listening mode, I do consider listening to be participation 100%. And I think that's wonderful. And I'm glad that you brought up that we're going to be having guests on because I had thought along those lines yesterday where see how we're talking about the film industry and communication. I can invite, you know, film and people who are involved in the industry in some capacity to come on, you know, depending on how long the podcast is once in a while where they can share about their projects and communicate to different individuals who they may want to either make them aware of their project or they might want to petition them for potential support or different things like that. So this this is another theme that we can add. And if the podcast is just for the 30 minutes, we can communicate for maybe 20 and then give them the full 10. Or if we're going to have guests, you know, call in or participate, Tasha, what I envision, and I do apologize for interrupting you, but we're looking at about two and a half minutes uh, to conclude this podcast. So what I would like to suggest is there is going to be a time when you and I are tired of doing the work. You and I will be hosting a lot of podcasts, we'll be establishing a dynamic interaction, and I'm simply planning for the future by inviting guests so that we can distribute the workload. It's the replication phase that I'm looking for right now. Even though you and I have completed five podcasts, four on the podcasting channels, and the fifth one will actually be on YouTube because it was uh, too long. It was over an hour long. So I learned my lesson with the length of the podcast. So we've already done five. This will be number five today. And I want to anticipate growth and plan for the future and distribute the workload. Well, I can certainly assist with that with my book, Funding for Internships and Scholarships, where if you want to bring them in as an apprentice or an intern, just have to let me know ahead of time. And I can assist with that in terms of funding or even if you need me to interview or try to assist you in obtaining them, because I'm sure there are a lot of individuals out there on all different levels who 
love to be able to learn about podcasts and the industry and the business of podcasting. Let's go ahead and invite and excite now. Let's, to use another idiom, let's strike while the iron is hot. That means let's take an immediate opportunity to invite and excite people. Because I'm very proactive. And I foresee a time in the future when we're down the road at podcast number 100 where we will enjoy the interaction that we're having with our audience because it will be direct. And that audience will provide us with insight and opinions that we have not unilaterally thought about. Let's get this thing going. We have a minute and about 30 seconds left on this podcast. Any closing remarks today, Tasha? Absolutely. Communication in the film industry allows all of us the opportunity to share our story, our testimony, our vision, our dreams, our goals, our imagination. It's an excellent platform that opens countless doors of creativity and love and kindness and grace and faith. That was a perfect close, Tasha. A breath of fresh air, very reflective and very refreshing to listen to. We're going to wrap this up in about 30 seconds, folks. I'd just like to say that Tasha and I, we are a team. We would like to invite you to our team. We would like to invite you as the audience to our family. The interaction, the sender message and receiver and the receiver message back to the sender. This is our goal. This is our focus and interaction with our growing community of enthusiastic listeners is the key. Thank you very much, everybody. We can't do it without you.